Welcome to the podcast, the special events studio, COVID Conversations. My name is Scott North. I am the sales manager for TO Live. TO Live manages the three City of Toronto theaters, Meridian Hall and the St. Lawrence Centre downtown and Meridian Arts Centre uptown. My responsibility is to get private, non-ticketed special events into all three venues. We were about to launch the special event studio podcast when COVID-19 hit. Because we were now living in a different world, we want to get some perspective from my colleagues in the event industry and how they are managing. Welcome to the podcast, the special event studio, COVID Conversations. I'm here with our producer, Will Cook. Will, how are you doing today? I'm great, Scott. Thanks for asking. And, and Will, just before we get going, can you just tell us a little bit about your role and, and past roles, uh, your role with TO Live right now? Uh, absolutely. So I'm the uh, social media specialist uh, for private events at TO Live. So I, I, I head up all the uh, online marketing efforts that are specific to private events at our three venues. Formerly, I, I worked at Queen's Park for a couple summers as a social media coordinator there. Um, and then uh, more recently, I worked at an Indigenous charity group called Inspire, who held uh, two large uh, national events every year, the Inspire Awards and the Soaring, um, targeting at, at uh, Indigenous excellence in the latter and uh, Indigenous excellence in education in the former. So that's, uh, that's me. Perfect. And, and Will, is, uh, he puts this entire podcast together and, and gets it out for us. Will does a great job. And as I told you earlier, I am the sales manager at TO Live. Uh, been here, it'll be 10 years in June. And uh, prior to that, I was uh, across the street, actually, at uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame, managed events and sales over there uh, for about 10 years over there. And in between, I, I, I ran a, an event business. So a little, that's a little bit about Will and I. And let's just jump right into it. Anju King, Anju, that's A-N-J-U. Anju King is the Director of Events and Ticketing at Bell Media. Anju, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How are you? How are, how's everybody doing? Um, you know, pretty good. Can, I, I think, you know, everyone's, you know, we're in week eight of this. It's, um, it's certainly, as it has been for everybody, uh, unexpected. Um, you know, this is going to be a real test on, on resilience, for, for everyone, I think at, at all levels, but you know, we, we sort of, we work with what we have today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Andrew Bell media, uh, a, a multimedia giant. Um, so, so pre COVID-19, what kind of things were, were you up to with Bell media? Um, well, you know, Bell Media is the largest entertainment and broadcast company in, in Canada. Um, we have a very small events and ticketing team um, who I work with, and we, we produce and manage all kinds of events for a number of brands within the Bell Media umbrella. Um, you know, we, we produce events that, that include, you know, red carpets and, and premiere screenings of new shows on HBO or or on CTV, you know, we've managed brand launches um, such as the, uh, a consumer-facing brand uh, like Crave. You know, we deliver hospitality experiences where we take, you know, partners and clients with us to um, Super Bowl or the Great Cup or the Masters and sort of deliver all of those unique experiences. So, you know, 
we we have a, a number of tentpole events throughout the year for all of those brands, including you know radio brands and news brands. Um, and and I and you know that's that's really that probably sums up what what you know what what we've we have done previously at Bell Media. The 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 events that you are involved with, uh, I do love to vicariously learn of of, of uh, or experience those events that you go to because I have. You have told me stories before about the Super Bowl and the Masters, and that's that's got to be the coolest job in the world. But I know how hard you work, and and I know how busy you are, and I know how you're always on the go. So um, everybody doesn't understand what all goes into it. Now, so so that obviously the, all those big events, like it, it just eight, as of eight weeks ago, they're just done. Um, so how how was that, and how did how, what was that experience like for you and your team? You, you know, um, because we we obviously are in in the media business and broadcast media, we were very much on top in terms of news. I'm, I'm not saying any different sure. than than you or or anyone else on your team, but you know, certainly to to have CTV news and and have insiders um, is certainly helpful. What was that like for my team? You know, I think it was. As surprising uh, as it was for for anyone else, it was um, literally taking a pause on a on a Thursday afternoon, advising the team on a Friday afternoon to be prepared, bring all your laptops home, which which typically they don't do unless we're working on a large scale event or we're traveling or we're working remotely. And until we heard any differently, that was going to be the case for uh, um, at least a week. So. You know, what did that mean? That meant pausing all of our planning in and around industry events that were coming up for us, you know, hot dogs, the Canadian Screen Awards, our CTV upfronts, you know, again, the unknown of um, the pause of sporting events, you know, so that was a pause on on putting any any work. You know, we were in, in the middle of negotiating with Live Nation in a renewal of a suite at Bud Stage. So it was a pause of that. So that all happened in the first week. In the first, so that was that was the week of like March 16. Now you mentioned the CTV upfront. Um, that's held at Meridian Hall, and and that's how I got to know Andrew. Uh, this year would have been the tenth. I, I, I believe year? so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that, uh, obviously with the city has shut down things. And so that, that was shut down pretty much immediately. Um, and, and then the Super Bowl and, or all those other sporting events. Now, another thing, uh, Bell Media owns TSN, correct? Correct. So the, the, everything that Bell Media is involved with and, and then therefore you and, and all the things that you're involved, that's, that's like, there's countless, countless events that, uh, are just no longer at this moment. Uh, sad and it's kind of surreal, really. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so so now your team, are you able to, is there any work that can be done now? You know, a, a, a lot of, I mean, you know, let's go back to March 16 and, and where we are today. You know, I, I think leading into March 16, really the turning point or, or we think, or what we would like to say in the industry was the turning point for us was the NBA shutting down their season on that Thursday night, oh, yes. which I believe yeah. was the 12th of March. That, yeah. that, that turning point for a league um, of 
to shut down an entire season to that scale really was, I think, the awakening, or should I say the button, or yeah. the the one thing that triggered uh, the reality of what we were in for. You know, shortly, Absolutely. shortly after that, I believe the NHL made a decision, but I don't believe the NHL made a decision on Friday. I don't recall if it was if the NHL waited until Monday. So you asked the question, what are we doing now to prepare? You know, in that in that period of time, since, you know, we were now in that period of time, we have received endless updates and emails from our partners, you know, the PGA Tour, Hockey Canada, the NFL, the NHL, the CFL, you know, all of our industry partners, Hot Dogs, Canadian Screen Awards, uh, our, our, um, our partners in the U.S., right? Um, what, what we're doing right now in terms of planning is, first of all, we wait on a weekly basis on all of those updates. Yep. And then in, in addition to now starting to get cancellations in the four weeks, and we still continue to get cancellations. Don't get me wrong. The CFL is still pending, still waiting to see whether they're going to be able to put a, a, a cobble a season together. Um, in the period of time that we were we were receiving cancellations, now now the game is, and, and now the, the, the plan is we wait. We all wait. We all wait at the direction of, of um, obviously our government um, mm-hmm. and, and public health officials because all everyone is in the same boat. Um, you know, the communication from a league or from a team or from organization is only going to follow any of those guidelines. So we can only plan with, with what we know today <laughs> and, and like everyone else, we know very little. We, okay. I mean, obviously we had planned, you know, our, my, my team also manages thousands and thousands of, of tickets, largely tickets to sporting events and, and venues across Canada. So the impact of that was planning on canceling all of these cancellations we've started to receive uh, about concerts and all of those venues across Canada. And then it was the cancellation of obviously sporting events across all venues in Canada. Today, the plan is being ready for, we forget, MLB. If MLB comes mm-hmm. back, you know, MLB has 81 home season games. So the Blue Jays alone have 81 home season games. The CFL have X number of home season games. I think nine per team or 10 per team. Um, we now work on anticipating a return. We don't know what, what, what that looks like in terms of is the CFL going to come back half a year? Right. Is yeah. is the NHL and the NBA, are they going to go directly into playoffs or are they going to try and finish off a regular season and then squeeze in a playoff? So in terms of us preparing, it's just anticipating that we're ready, that if if the if MLB comes back in four weeks, if CFL comes back in four weeks, if the Raptors come back and all of the NHL teams come back, it's an, it's being ready to pull the trigger once they all announce some sort of schedule. Okay. Now, now if one of, if one of those leagues came back, you know, the NHL, for instance, is talking about doing, having a hub city, four different hub cities to have divisions play and, and possibly with no people. Um, now, does that make a difference to, as to what you're like, you talk about ticketing and your team w- w- with the ticketing that that would make it that they would have less to do. 
A hundred percent. You know, that that yeah. directly impacts. I mean, suddenly if if a uh, if if a league in, in that example that you just cited decides to play in one facility or one arena in one city for safety purposes to keep everyone safe and, and with no with no fans or audience, that directly impacts, you know, there's a financial impact to that too, obviously. You know, so we have to continue working with our partners um, from a broadcast perspective and also from a ticketing yeah. perspective. What does that mean for us, right? So that that yeah. you know, do do we start to need? And again, I guess the conversations shift then, Scott. To I'm going to take MLSE as an example. The conversations with MLSE then suddenly shift to okay. We now know what the league is doing for both NBA and NHL. We now know that they're not coming back into your arena playing in front of fans. The conversation now becomes, we need to start talking about the financials of this, right? Are you yeah. credit, crediting us back for all of our unused tickets, unplayed games? There are now no yeah. playoffs. Is this a negotiation about uh, potentially applying some of those credits to next season? Um, and frankly, I don't even think they, they're going to be ready for that because, or maybe they will. I mean, if, if they, if they announce suddenly a format for, you know, finishing off a season and then playoffs, I imagine that they would be very close to having, um, a plan about next season, you know, because Scott, I'm, sure. I'm sure a number of people have heard, you know, a number of, uh, you know, if a number of these leagues come back, a number of them are pushing the start of their next season to December or 2021. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, the hospitality part of, of, of hospitality side of, of, of this is the flip side of this is the masters is a good example. You know, masters is played every year in April in Augusta. It's now shifted to the fall. So we've oh, had they, to, they've shifted, they have they've shifted to 2021. Wow. Sorry. That April just went by, so that goes that they're looking to play that in the fall. In the fall, they they okay. are they they are one of few very large scale events that have confirmed that they are shifting their dates to the fall. Now, whether that happens or not, who knows? But there is a firm date for the fall. You know, the impact on on of of us on that is suddenly you know we had a program in place, we had a commitment with our hospitality vendor for seats on a private jet. We had two homes on hold, right? We had really? um, tickets and badges and meals. And so all of those, like all of those are all on pause or on hold. And let, you know, let's talk about um, there are events that are all out, all out canceled, completely canceled altogether. Yeah. If the Grey Cup gets canceled, that, that's, that's, that's pretty significant. And not just from sure. a, a ticketing hospitality, from a revenue, from a broadcast, from, you know, it's, it's, um, it's not good. It's, it's very, it's making us all very nervous. I, I, I can't imagine. It's, again, yeah, it's, 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 it's surreal. Like it's 100%. unbelievable. Yeah. Now, now, Andrew, just a very, just out of curiosity. So you, you're setting up this deal to go to the masters. You, you take like your partners down to that, that is that what you, is that who goes and actually sees the masters? Yes, that's correct. We, we okay. typically have a balance of um, advertising clients and partners. 
um, and, and sort of balance that off with studio partners. So we may take the head of Warner Pictures, of Sony Pictures. We also have partners in the music industry that we've hosted. We've also hosted, you know, the CFL commissioner, the head of Hockey Canada. So we've hosted uh, broadcast partners as well. We've taken people from NASCAR um, with us, via people from the NFL have joined us at the Master. So it's it's a balance of um, a very strategic uh, group of, of people. Obviously strategic, what I mean by that is um, the, the the decisions are obviously based on, on business decisions. Sure, no, yep. understandable, understandable. So, and now your team, was everybody able to stay working? Yes, to answer your question, they, they do continue to work from home remotely. Now, I, I think I read that Bell Media's got more than 5,000 employees. Would, that, would, would everybody still be working? Uh, I, I, I believe the majority are, yes, are, are still working. I, I, don't have a, I don't have a sense of what that number is. But yes, so Scott, think about it. Um, our radio stations are all still uh, on air across yeah 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 okay uh, uh, yeah, nationally and our news stations as well yeah yeah um so that's quite uh, a large percentage of 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 staff that you know the that would have to manage the operations of 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 news and um and radio nationally you know tsn sports center just came back you know they were they they did go on hiatus i believe for a couple of weeks and we, they were picking up sports center from espn but they have now uh, Sports Center uh, on TSN has come back in the last, I believe, three or four weeks where they're they're broadcasting. Really? They're doing it remotely. You know, yeah, the hosts are all remotely. Jay and Dan have come back, and um, they're all doing it remotely. But it, it's certainly back. It, you know, it's something I think I, well, I, I would watch uh, Sports Desk or Sports Center. Is Sports Center now? It is Sports um, Center now. I'd, I'd watch that every day, and and. I don't watch it at all now. I didn't know that they were back. I didn't know that they're on hiatus because I figured, well, there's no, there's no sports news to watch. Um, um, but I will, I'll check it out and see what kind of content they're putting out there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we just went through the NFL draft and the CFL draft. Yeah, and I, I would not have watched that before. Uh, not, not a huge f- a follower of NFL football, but right. my, my son is, and so uh, I just wanted to see what, what they were doing, how they did it. It was pretty cool. It was interesting. Now, now you've covered a little bit of this as, as we've talked, um, you know, nobody can, as you said before, nobody can really say how this, how we get to the other side of this and and what we're doing at that time. But do do you have any, how how do you foresee that? Um, What, what will the new normal be? Um, and I'll give I'll give you an, I'll give you an example. Sure. I'll, I'll give you a clear a good example that I'd like to ask. I've thought of this. Okay, the CTV upfront. So every year we've you you have done that at what was the Sony Center now Meridian Hall. But that is uh, you know seventeen hundred people, seventeen hundred of your advertisers coming in to see the new fall programming, uh, having a reception. So there's all there's food and beverage, there's entertainment. It's it's a it's a large undertaking for you. Now, do you think that that event will ever be the same? I do think that that event will will come back in in some sort of format. We don't anticipate. I this is a personal opinion. Sure. 
I, I don't anticipate that we're going to produce um, a, a CTV upfront event in the same format this year specifically. Sure. Um, given you know the situation we're all in and the unknown, whether that's in four weeks, six weeks, and even you know in the fall, uh, largely because um, there is no fall programming to talk about at the moment. All production in Hollywood uh, and around the world is on hold. So there is yeah. no buy-in. So that answers that question about this year. How do we anticipate the CTV front looking like next year? Um, you know, hopefully in a perfect world, if, if we came back and, you know, it, things turn around in 2021 and, you know, there is a vaccine and it's effective and, and, and we go back to some semblance of, of normalcy. I anticipate that there will be a, a CTV upfront um, to some scale and, and to that scale. I just don't have a sense of what that is. I, I, I don't sure. think I've wrapped my head around and enough around that. I mean, you know, it's interesting you asked that question. You know, we have a number of partners like Hot Dogs and Canadian Screen Awards and the American Upfronts who are all doing um, their events virtually. So... Hot Dogs is interesting because it's a film festival, you know, yeah. um, the Canadian Screen Awards is an in-person award show and they're going to be doing this virtually over a number of nights that you can watch online. Um, it, it's, it's tough for, for, you know, it's tough for a team like ours to start to wrap our heads around producing virtual events. I think I'm, I'm answering your question about, about the future and how we anticipate yeah. doing this. And the reason that is, Scott, is, you know, the, the number of events that we do produce are, are obviously um, in-person social events, yeah. celebratory events. You know, um, our, our clients and our partners have an emotional connection to our brands. So we build those events to allow... Um, you know, our senior leadership team and, and our, our salespeople to have the opportunity to engage our clients um, and to foster all of those relationships in a face-to-face -face basis. And, and, and we build those events to, to ensure that those, all of those experiences are unique and they are touch points. You know, sure. suddenly, you know, you, 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 can, you can do a virtual uh, conference. Certainly, I, I know a number of people in the industry that, that are doing that. I have one or two people that I've worked with previously who are who actually produce conferences, and I have now heard they're doing all those remotely. But those aren't hosting events, yeah, right? No. Like a, a conference right. is a, a, a completely. So it will. I think it's going to be. I think we're going to be really challenged here. And and what I mean by that is is I think we're going to need to be very creative, um, in terms of what we're doing. Um, next year in planning and anticipating. And frankly, Scott, and everyone's talked about this, we don't know how many people are going to want to come out to anything. Yeah, sure. Yeah, even, even if there was something, it's, 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 the, it's going to be the general public's fear or lack thereof that's going to determine whether they're going to be out at any of these events. Right. I mean, you know, we may start with small, intimate dinner events as we've done previously. We, we've done that for a couple of shows on on ctv like launch show where we've had you know the cast of cardinal with us or we recently um had an intimate dinner party with michael bonaccini 
to help okay. launch his his new show um on on ctv his new cooking show and you know that was you know 12 to 18 people i mean certainly knock on wood hopefully people will have an appetite uh if we can ensure that it's a little bit you know um first of all it's safe uh mm -hmm. it's exclusive and it's a small number and i i think for everybody i think it's going to be testing the waters sure absolutely now you you said something previously about Canadian Screen Awards is going to do a virtual awards show. They are over a number of nights. They have a they actually just uh, released a schedule where one night they're going to um, they listed the number of awards that they were giving out for night one and then night two, I think night one first night is um, all news awards. The second night is all sports programming awards. The third night is all fictional awards. So yeah, they split it up over a number of days online all online and and that's that's very uh pertinent news to me andrew because as you also know canadian screen awards is also held at meridian hall yes um, but so this is just replacing the one the, the live award show that was going to be in march i it replaces the industry events leading into the the gala night that was okay that was okay. hosted the sunday broadcast night but yes it does it replaces all of those nights okay and I, I mean, same kind of thing that, uh, you know, if, if we're into, if we're on the other side of COVID-19 and, and, you know, we're allowed to do live in-person events, um, I, I think all these big, as you, as you, as you mentioned, like it's a, it is a, there's a social aspect to it and, and it's obviously so much different when it is virtual. I, I think they'll go back once they can and once people are comfortable with going out. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And again, you know, as as um, you know, in your role managing, you know, n numerous venues, I imagine uh, yourself and and a number of of people on various teams um, have had or continue to have discussions about what this is going to look like for for venues. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and. You know, we're talking the Meridian Hall holds nearly thirty two hundred people. Um, uh, Matt Farrell, our VP of Ops, is in there measuring out how many seats we it would take out a play if we had to do a six foot social distancing thing. Wow! And so we're we're looking at about ninety seats that would be available. So you know, there's but as you as you mentioned, there's all kinds of people that are that are speculating and and we, yeah, so we have to do that. Another thing that we're, we're doing, Andrew, uh, Chef Bruce is, uh, you know, he, he's rethinking how he's going to. So Bruce Berg is our executive chef. Um, but how about serving food and beverage? Right. It's it's uh, it's just so much. Yeah. So much stuff to think about. But, Andrew, um, listen, I, I just I want to thank you for your time. Of course. Uh, I really I really appreciate you doing this. And and. I wish you and your family all the very best, and and uh, you know, let's hope that we can get back to some form of normalcy sooner than later. Oh, I we we I think we're all on the same page here. Thank you very much for your time. This was fun. Well, uh, again, thank you, and and we'll speak to you soon. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye, Scott. While our doors are closed for the moment, we certainly still are working into the future. If you need anything, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at scott.north at tolive.com. That's S-C-O-T-T dot N-O-R-T-H at T-O-L-I-V-E dot com. Thank you very much for listening.